0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dom's Daily Dose. This is the podcast that brings you into the mind of someone who battles schizoaffective disorder, what I deal with on a daily basis, the general chaos that goes on, and just running in between because I do live A normal life, despite having this illness. Today, I will be talking about what Schizoaffective Disorder is. I will be getting my information off of NAMI, as well as a website called VeryWell. That way, I can give you guys some clear information and try to put in some sprinkles of, you know, what, I think, as well, but I'll be sticking to the website's definitions and stuff. I don't want to give anyone the wrong information. Schizoaffective disorder is a chronic mental health condition characterized primarily by symptoms of schizophrenia, such as hallucinations or delusions, and symptoms of a mood disorder, such as mania and depression. Many people with with schizoaffective disorder are incorrectly diagnosed at first with bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. Now, the symptoms... I'll be going back and forth between schizophrenia and schizoaffective disorder. so I can give you like more information of what each is, even though they're closely related, so they'll kind of be like intercepting one another. The symptoms of schizoaffective disorder can be severe and need to be monitored closely, depending on the type of mood disorder diagnosed, depression or bipolar disorder people will experience different symptoms. Some include hallucinations, which are seeing or hearing things that aren't there. Delusions, which are false. Fixed beliefs that are held regardless of contradictory evidence. Pretty much you can't tell this person otherwise that they're wrong because... They feel they're right, even though if you, like, give them the information that, like, hey, you know, your delusion doesn't make sense because of these facts, that still won't deter a person with schizoaffective or schizophrenia from, like, I guess, believing you. All right, now we got... Disorganized thinking, a person may switch very quickly from one topic to another, or provide answers that are completely unrelated. Depressed mood, if a person has been diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. Depressive type. I meant to read that together. I don't know why I'm like slowing down that much. So if a person is diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, depressive type, they will experience feelings of sadness, emptiness, feelings of worthlessness, or other symptoms of depression. Then you got manic behavior. If a person has been diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, bipolar type, they will experience feelings of euphoria, racing thoughts, increased risky behavior, and other symptoms of mania. Some of the causes of this condition genetics plays into a factor. The brain chemistry and structure, stress, or drug use. The diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder can be difficult to diagnose because it has symptoms of both schizophrenia and either depression or bipolar disorder. So there are two major types of schizoaffective disorder, bipolar type and depressive types. So what you need to be diagnosed with these, with schizoaffective, is a period during which there is a major mood disorder, either depression or mania, that occurs at the same time that symptoms of schizophrenia are present. Delusions or hallucinations for two or more weeks in the absence of a major mood disorder. So you can have, you know, like a mood disorder with psychotic features, and you only have these symptoms during mood disturbances, But if you have these symptoms without the presence of a mood disturbance, then you will be diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. And then you have the abuse of drugs or a medication. Wait, the abuse of drugs or a medication are not responsible for the symptoms. Okay, so I didn't want to like say that wrong. So drugs can definitely play a factor. Then we have the treatment. And if you hear me clicking around, that's I'm going in between screens. Medication such as mood stabilizers, antipsychotic medication, and antidepressants will help along with psychotherapy such as cognitive CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy or family-based therapy. So I am going to talk a little bit about the differences. This is from very well. Like I said some things may intersect with each other because they're very similar in nature. So Schizoaffective Disorder and Schizophrenia are two different disorders, each with its own diagnosis. They're both defined as psychotic disorders. There are many similarities between which include the core psychotic symptoms of hallucinations, delusions, and disorganized thinking. There are also important differences, including the prominence of mood features, which is required for the diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder, but not the diagnosis of schizophrenia. And we will, we, we, I see, I'm looking at the definitions, which, um, I will go over. Why not? Schizophrenia, schizophrenia is a mental health condition that causes severe psychotic symptoms that interfere with the ability to relate to others, think clearly, take care of oneself, hold down a job, or even be in touch with reality. People with disorder usually find it difficult to interact with others due to their psychotic symptoms. Besides psychotic symptoms, such as hallucinations and delusions, people with schizophrenia often display incoherent speech and disorganized behavior. They generally exhibit a flat affect, not showing much emotion and tend to speak much less than the average person. Often a person with schizophrenia has deficits in attention, memory ability, memory ability to process new information, and trouble with problem solving. I can definitely relate to those a lot. Schizoaffective disorder is a mental health condition in which a person experiences psychotic symptoms of schizophrenia and it along with symptoms of a mood disorder, which we went over. The major difference is. While the subtle difference in symptoms are, for example, a person with schizophrenia can become depressed or manic, but those mood disordered symptoms are not generally as prominent or persistent, but it is for people with schizoaffective disorder. So the duration of mood episodes, a person who has schizoaffective disorder is likely to experience severe mood symptoms, accounting for more than half of the total duration of illness. On the other hand, a person with schizophrenia may also experience mood episodes, but the total duration of the mood symptoms is brief compared to the duration of psychotic symptoms, the duration of symptoms and disease, I don't know why they call it a disease, I don't really like that word, I'm sorry if that is very triggering to people that have this disorder, I don't, like, I understand it is a disease, but, I don't know, I guess that's a trigger that I just learned about myself. So, the psychotic symptoms of schizophrenia tend to be persistent, while in schizoaffective disorder, they tend to come and go. On the other hand, most people diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder experience episodes of symptoms, but are more likely to have symptom-free intervals than people who have schizophrenia. This is obviously not a hard and fast rule. However, in some people, the opposite is true. So, mood versus psychotic symptoms. In schizophrenia, mood symptoms are not expected to occur without... Yeah, mood symptoms are not expected to occur without psychotic symptoms. The Psychotic symptoms are almost always present but the mood symptoms come and go in schizo in schizoaffective disorder the psychotic symptoms may or may not be pers pers yeah let's start that over again in schizoaffective disorder the psychotic symptoms may or may not be present during the times when a person is experiencing depression or mania that said, the diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder requires that the psychotic symptoms be present for long enough time, at least a couple weeks, when a person is not experiencing any severe mood symptoms. Now, it says that there's a difference in treatment, which there is. But right here it says that schizophrenia, the prescribed medication is antipsychotics, which in schizoaffective disorder, people are um, prescribed antipsychotics as well. And along with an antidepressant, And a mood stabilizer for schizoaffective. And that was like pretty much the gist of it. If I wanted to backtrack and give you more symptoms, which I will before I close. So there's positive and negative symptoms. Positive, you're adding things. So the positives would be, it would include hallucinations, delusions, and a thought disorder. It also says psychotic symptoms include altered perceptions, i.e. changes in vision, hearing, smell, touch, and taste, abnormal thinking, And odd behaviors, people with psychotic symptoms may lose a shared sense of reality and express themselves and experience themselves and the world in a disorganized disorganized way. Uh, The negative symptoms, which include loss of motivation, Disinterest or lack of enjoyment in daily activities, social withdrawal, difficulty showing emotions, and difficulty functioning normally, specifically individuals typically have reduced movement, and difficulty planning, beginning, and sustaining activities. Diminished feelings of pleasure in everyday life, flat affect, or reduced expressions of emotions via facial expressions, or voice tone, and reduced speaking. The last is cognitive symptoms. Include problems in attention, concentration, and memory. For some individuals, the cognitive symptoms of schizophrenia are subtle, but for others they are more prominent and interfere with activities like following conversations, learning new things, or remembering appointments. Specifically, individuals typically experience difficulty processing information to make decisions, problems using information immediately after learning it and trouble focusing or paying attention and then basically everything that i just went over which is like the treatment and you know stuff that we already covered so that is the general gist of Schizoaffective Disorder and how it is a little bit different than Schizophrenia, even though the two are very closely related. Um, I hope you find this episode to be very informative. Um, I do apologize if there were some parts where I kind of Maybe seemed, I guess, disinterested, or if I was kind of going, like, back and forth, I guess. Uh, I'm having a little bit of concentration issues myself today. I wanted to get this episode out, though, while I had the time to do so, and I had enough motivation to do so. And if you found this informative, please make sure to share it with friends, families, especially if you have this diagnosis and you want someone to understand. I think, I don't want to say I represent the illness, because that, that's wrong. Because, you know, I don't want to say that. But I feel like people that have this disorder, in the way that I talk, may, like, understand, like, they may get it more than people who don't have this disorder and they just think, oh, hey, you know, this guy's podcasting and then he doesn't really seem interested. I definitely am interested. I really am. Sometimes it's just a little, little bit hard to, I, you know, be up and at them, I guess. So, yeah, anyway, that's it for this episode. I hope it was informative. And if you have any other topics that you want me to discuss, because I would love to discuss other illnesses as well that relate to mental health. Just feel free to drop a comment, and I will be sure to go on the lookout for it. All right, until the next one, have a great day, guys, or a great night, wherever you're listening from.